From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome to episode 195 of the Anxiety Project podcast. I am Brad Robinson. Today we're talking about setbacks, failures. What do you do when you encounter the old parts of yourself that you're trying to move away from, right? Because now you're on this journey. You're disciplining yourself. You're sacrificing old behaviors and habits that don't work for you. And then you catch yourself in an automatic trance-like state in an old habit And then you feel the guilt and then you feel the shame and the pain and you start to beat yourself up. You start to self-punish yourself. What do you do? And this episode is really important because failure is necessary for self-development, period. It's necessary in life. We have to fail. Why? Well, first of all, failure is is a self-orientation mechanism. What that means is when you are on this path, you're disciplining yourself and you fall backwards, you feel this pain. And then you look at yourself and you think, well, why am I feeling this pain? Or you you start to self-analyze yourself. And that's important because you're aware of the fact that this place, the place that, uh, uh, you know, I relapsed, the the relapse position I'm in sucks. I don't want to be here. I don't like this feeling. I don't like the feeling of, you know, I've been on a diet for a long time and now I started to eat carbs and sugar and I don't like the feeling. It's an orientation mechanism. Hey, it was better when I was on the strict diet. It was better when I was meditating every day. It was better when I was avoiding TV or spending time in nature. It was better. It was better. And so that's what I mean by orientation. You fall back into something that you find to be unproductive or unhealthy. And you notice, right? Important word there. Notice the the feelings and then you readjust and you get back onto the old disciplines or the new disciplines rather, and then you move forward towards your higher self. So that's what this episode today is all about. But before we dive in, I just want to mention to you that last week's episode, I talked with Faust Ruggiero, and it was such a great conversation. You guys found it to be so enlightening. I've had a lot of great comments from it. Um, insightful, uh, you know, he had a lot of information. He was providing such useful tools and strategies to get yourself out of the loop of anxiety. It was just remarkable. So I highly recommend you check out that podcast, re-listen to it. I've had uh, people reach out to me and say they've listened to it like three, four times. And I was like, yeah, I can see why. It was just so powerful. So I highly recommend that. Now, let's dive in to today's podcast. The first thing I want to mention is that 
the fact that you are not perfect is perfect. Improvement of yourself always comes with failure. It has to come with failure. First of all, you noticed a behavior, a certain pattern within yourself that you would like to change. And that comes with honesty. And that is always difficult to face. As you move into this new behavior, your unconscious programming goes, error, error. This is not the usual program. And so you go back to old programs, even though you're not getting healthy outcomes from those programs, even though you're in suffering, suffering has become your new familiar. And so you go back into old patterns. And so the ego is the thing that's saying error, error. This is not who you are. This is not who you are, right? Even though you're trying to meditate, even though you're trying to, you know, get rid of sugar, carbs, and even though you're reading a book rather than watching TV, it goes error. So at first, so one to two months, the mind has to use excess energy to do this new routine until it can do it automatically. So at first, one to two months, the mind has to use excess energy to do the new routine until it can do it automatically. This period, you may think to yourself, this is not who I am. This is not working out for me. That's the ego. There will be some sort of cognitive dissonance happening because you're feeling, thinking, and understanding in a manner you're not accustomed to. Remember, you're accustomed to the suffering way of of living and being. Why are you doing this new habit in the first place? Are there physical and mental benefits to this new habit? Why sacrifice pornography, sugar, toxic friends, caffeine, reassurance, or Dr. Google, whatever you know to be harming your current being. Why do you feel like this needs to go? You have to ask yourself these really important questions. You have to attach a lot of pain to not changing and pleasure to change. Stumbling forward is what's required to grow. You do not want to stay in the same boat Because why would you? You're just going to remain in suffering, in anxiety, in depression. If you stumble forward 1% every day, then you will be so much further down the path in one month. That's 30% in one month. That 1%, it can be behaviors like learning, growing. You know, you're watching your mentors on YouTube and you're learning about anxiety. You're looking, you're learning about addictions. You're learning about what it takes to live a successful and meaningful life. You're just learning and you're stumbling into this new domain. You're probably watching these really profound speakers on YouTube and you're like, oh my God, I don't really understand what they're saying, but something's gravitating you towards them. And so you stick with it, even though you don't understand what they're saying, knowing that your unconscious mind is picking up 
their wisdom. It's absorbing it like a sponge, and that's exactly what it's doing. And eventually, the mind will start to adjust, and you'll start to pick up on what they're saying, and things will start to click like puzzle pieces starting to form, right? So you're learning, you're growing, and now you're sacrificing. Now you're implementing their behaviors, right? You're putting trust into these people, and now you're starting to act like them. You're starting to sacrifice certain behaviors like porn or caffeine or sugar, whatever it is, right? You're figuring that out, but you're starting to do it, and then you're, you know, it, it takes some time to see the results, right? You have to go through that cognitive dissonance period before you see the true benefits in the future, this all it always gets worse before it gets better, right? So the withdrawal of sugar gets worse, and then the body adjusts, and things are just way better than the body when it was just on sugar. You have to get through the withdrawal period. So you go to yourself and you say, okay, instead of three coffees a day, let's do two a day this week. So that's your 1% each day. That's your mountain. That is your dragon. These winds bring up the voice within you that says, hey, wait, maybe I can do this. The hope rises up. And then you start to say to yourself, maybe I don't need this thing that it has no control over me. Because when you start to break a habit and you just can't seem to break it, there's that voice within you that says, oh my God, this thing, it, it's controlling me. I don't have any control over it. You think you do because a lot of people say, nah, the, uh, sugar is just who I am. I can't give that up. But when they seriously try and give it up and they start to see that they just can't get give it up, they will go, oh my God, this thing is controlling me. What What's going on here? So you are very disciplined. You're doing things that facilitate your higher self. You are on a strict diet. You're very organized. You're exercising. You're on NoFap. And then you relapse. You fall back into old habits. First, I bet you that your awareness of the failure will contain much self-punishment. You've worked so hard to get to this point, but what is the end point? Because I just said you've worked so hard to get to this point. Self-development, there is no end point where you're holding your hand with yourself and walking into the sunset. There's none of that. The developing mindset is a mindset where you understand that constant, never-ending improvement is what's required to live a meaningful life. So there is no end point. And so, yes, you could view your failure as a catastrophic event for you because you've worked so hard up to now and now you relapsed and and then you start to say, well, maybe I just can't get there. Maybe uh, this is not for me. Maybe uh, things will never change. The vo- that 
irrational voice starts to play itself out in your mind's eye. But when you really think about it, you can really change your perspective over the failure. And so let's go back a couple steps and look at what discipline is. Discipline, they keep you strong, healthy, and independent while you venture through life. Disciplines provide you with the meaning in your life because you get up early and you get a workout in or you get your meditation in and you get your journaling in and you get your cold shower in and you are getting your eight-hour sleeps, then you're going to function totally different throughout the day than if you were to neglect all those things. You're going to be present with your family, children. You're going to be more mindful about them rather than yourself. You're going to be the best person you could be for others around you and society. So, disciplines allow you to function way better in in life. You are way better at handling challenges when you are disciplined than you are when you had no structure in the past. So when failure comes up, you could think in your mind, I am not what I thought I was. I thought I was this guy, disciplined person. I thought I was on the right path. I thought I could seriously avoid sugar or porn. And now I relapsed. I'm not who I thought I was. And so what happened there is you bypassed that rational voice and went right to the impulse. Right? That's what happened when you relapsed. You bypassed the rational voice telling you maybe you shouldn't do this. And you went right to the impulse. You went right to the devil on your right shoulder without even acknowledging the angel on your left. One small temptation leads you down a bad road. And some people can put their feet on the brake right away before it gets too far. For someone like me, it will snowball. Because you're starting to dance with behaviors that you could not control in the past. Right? You're starting to dance with behaviors that you could not control in the past. So you tease yourself a little. And that brings up past associations, past feelings. And it also brings up that old voice that says, to hell with it. The old voice that led you into the behavior. And you fall into this automatic state. You're dancing with old patterns. You're opening the door and letting the predatory animal come in. And you're letting it have its way with you ever so slowly. And now you're in it so deep that it's hard to get that animal out the door. And so then, after... You do the behavior, you relapse, you wake up from the trance wondering what the heck happened, why did I do that? 
Sometimes I wonder whether it's possible for me to dabble in weed one more time, just to do it one time. And I think, well, maybe that'll be okay. But then I start to really think about it because weed was a big part of my past, right? When I used to suffer from anxiety, when I used to be dependent on so many things, the old Brad would smoke weed every day, okay? And then I think rationally about why I stopped smoking weed in the first place. Why was I dependent on weed? Did I enjoy how I felt when I smoked it? Is it worth doing it if there is a 1% possibility possibility that I will regret it? So I think of the outcome. And is this the outcome I want? So think of the outcome before you relapse or if you're thinking about it or you're starting to dance with the devil Think of the outcome and the pain. And this brings me into the orientation mechanism pain provides us. Failure is important because it serves as that orientation mechanism, the place where you do not want to be. You feel the guilt and the shame afterwards. It sucks when you couldn't control the actions of yourself, so you are, you're in pain. You went months without watching porn and then you watched it. You feel the pain, the guilt. It sucks. That pain is important because the more pain you attach to the behavior's outcome, the more you will move further away from it. I've seen all my clients fail, but over time, their failures start to spread further and further apart. Someone would tell me they went two weeks porn-free, and they relapsed, and now they're feeling that pain. Now they're punishing themselves. I then asked them, how many times were you watching porn before the two weeks? They would say two times a day for 10 years. And then I would say, yes, you you failed, but my God, what a huge, unbelievable breakthrough. You went from two times a day for 10 years to two weeks without it. That's a 200% breakthrough improvement. This program, this behavior program inside of you needs to be chipped away at over time. The pattern needs to be disrupted and that's what the client did. He disrupted it by going two weeks without it. And also he's getting that internal voice saying, hey, it's possible to actually live life without this, that I don't need to be dependent upon this to live and function. Neuropathways are changeable, but you need to first put the sword into the fire dozens of times before you can hammer it into place. Failure is not falling down. 
but refusing to get up. Here's a powerful quote from David Goggins. He says, failure is an option. It's what you do with the failure that makes you who you are. Our failures mold us. I have failed at several things in my life. What sets some of us apart is that when we fail, we can't sleep at night. It haunts us until we have our time at redemption. And that's where I'm going to leave you on today's podcast episode. Thank you so much for all your comments. Please leave a rating and review of this podcast. If you're listening on Spotify or iTunes, I would greatly appreciate it. It helps spread the word and it helps spread the podcast to other people who are suffering and having a hard time. And lastly, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's Powerful Anxiety Recovery Program is now available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project Program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.